against a guy trying to see his own mother? No, I guess there isn't. Here, put this on your cheek. Here. Drink some coffee. How'd you find out about Cade, anyway? That guy I saw you talking to in the bar the other night, the one they call Rabbit? I thought so. He never was any good. I remember when he used to work on your father's ranch. Well, he won't be around anymore, Cal. He's left town for good. What are you hanging around? Oh, welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I'm back. So today, a certain gentleman was born. A certain gentleman who only did three films, but left, left such an indelible impression on the film industry. And his 1955 film, you know who I'm talking about. It's not Superman. Rebel Without a Cause was released a month after his untimely death. He died in a car crash at the age of 24. Don't worry, I don't have a grill on. I'm not like Madonna. I had a procedure done. I talked about this. Um, James Byron Dean. Oh, my goodness. Oh, jeez. Rebel, Rebel Without a Cause, that is a landmark film. One of my personal favorites of his is East of Eden. That is, that is, that is such a performance. But it was Rebel Without a Cause that, I mean, after death, made him a huge star. turn into it's no place for kids a minute ago you said you didn't care if he drinks he said a little drink you're tearing me apart what you you say one thing he says another and everybody changes back again girls don't love their father since when since i got to be 16 <laughs> i'm a rich i'm a rich boy me, I'm gonna have more money than you ever thought you could have. You and all the rest, you stinking sons of Benedicts. Leslie. You're really working at this lettuce business, aren't you, Cal? You think it'll turn out all right? Your father will lose quite a lot of money if it doesn't, won't he? Just about all he's got. I like your father. Do you? All right. You know, I bet you're a real yo-yo. I love you, too. Hey, stop! Where'd you come to Texas? Well, I, don't, I mean, uh, it's like everybody else trying to get away from here. Me, I'm, I'm gonna get out of here one of these days. This is my husband's land. 
of his personal life you know this this is this is before we knew too much about our actors and to this day there is this this consensus that james dean was either bi or gay who knows he's not here to tell us people can claim that they know even elizabeth taylor um he was born february 8th 1931 tomorrow (laughs) In Marion, Indiana, and died September 30th, 1955, at the age of 24 in California. And is buried at Parkview, or Park Cemetery in Fairmont, Indiana. He is the only actor to receive two posthumous Academy Award nominations. One for East of Eden, and the other for Giant. Yep. The American Film Institute in 1999 ranked him at 18 as the best male movie star of the golden age of Hollywood, 100 Years, 100 Stars. Only three films. He had done, like, bit parts, and then he had done television. Strangely, a television uh, episode with uh, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Talk about contrast right there. Um, was he? Oh, yeah, he was in... I didn't re- realize that. Okay. All right. There there's a lot to be said about James Dean. Um I mean, he liked to race cars. In terms of his acting ability, some would say, well Brando, Brando, Brando claimed that Dean was really copying him, but Dean had his own style as actors do. I mean, his his style was probably as he would say a nod to Brando. You know, I I think with Brando, um, Brando was just obsessed that everyone was obsessed with him. That wasn't necessarily true. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's hard to say. (laughs) It's hard to say. But, um, you know, even Brando himself, in terms of his sexuality, in terms of his personal life, and, um, yeah. But that's that's not why we do this at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I mean, it could be, but that's not why we do it. So, yeah, it's um, it's it's a it's a it's kind of a fascinating thing to think. Okay, you know, this actor who that was once here, and um, I've talked about this before. I remember watching the American Film Institute 
with my grandmother. This was this is my grandmother's era. And when Terry Gar says he compelled about James Dean, he compelled you to look at him. And my grandmother was like, he sure did. And I'm like, oh my. So I didn't I didn't quite understand. I was like, oh what what did James Dean do to all of you? <laughs> and you know, right there is because he was this he was this this matinee idol who liked to be dangerous. <laughs> and who and who wouldn't like that? And um challenged the ideas of Hollywood and what it meant to act because you know that it was a form of the method. Like, I love what Cher, Cher, when they did the American Film Institute, they had all these actors talking about actors. And, and, and the ones that were talking about James Dean, I mean, you look at Angelina Jolie was just about to become f- real big. And she talks about James Dean. And at the time, she was 24, and it's like, oh, God. And she was being seen as this female James Dean. And, and then they had Cher. And I love what Cher said. Cher was, like, about James Dean. He cried in a painful way like a woman. And he was crying about the thing, same things that I was in pain about. And then Jim Carrey talking about James Dean and how there's a scene in East of Eden, which is such a great film, where he's trying to give the father the money that he earned by selling beans for because his father lost money and he's crying and he's holding on to him and then he's saying I hate you and then he runs out and even uh, Nicolas Cage a lot of profound actors were inf- uh, affected by James Dean and um, he was rock and roll right as rock and roll was starting to you know trickle out into the forefront you know, you had Elvis and all these icons and Little Richard. And here was James Dean. James Dean was the, the rock and roll age actor. He was the actor of the rock and roll age. And um, to this day, people try to emulate everything he did, everything he said, his look, his hair. They, It's always funny when they say about certain actors, oh, they're James Dean kind of type and it's like no it's been done before (laughs) in fact I think James Dean is one of the many famous people featured on the album cover of uh, the Beatles Lonely Hearts Club Band Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band even Mae West is featured on there so what James Dean represents is, is is a shift in youth culture, okay, and if and and I'm so thankful that they've never redone Rebel Without a Cause or East of Eden or Giant. Those are the three films that he's known for, and you know Paul Newman was almost in uh, East of Eden. He was going to play Richard da- Davaros's part, the brother, you know, the twin. I didn't realize they were twins until someone told me. <laughs> um, as was, you know, James Dean before he died was going to do Somebody Up There Likes Me, which was a boxing film. Okay. And then he died. And 
who ended up getting the role? His friend, Paul Newman. You know, that was always kind of the, the talk in Hollywood was that Paul would get James Dean's seconds because James Dean was a big star. Paul Newman was just starting to, you know, he had he had started to have a relationship with John Woodward. John Woodward was the big star. She just won the Oscar for Three Faces of Eve. But it was the, uh, you know, talk, talk about right, right place, right time. You know, his good friend James Dean dies. And they're like, hey, we had this, we had this contract with James or with Jimmy. And we want you to be in somebody up there likes me. And, you know, that's what happens. Um, there were some legendary actors who got to know James Dean. And one of them was. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper was in Rebel Without a Cause, Giant. He wasn't in East of Eden. And, in fact, because, you know, James Dean died, there were certain vocal things that they had to do behind the scenes in post-production. And Hopper was able to emulate Dean's voice, I guess, during some kind of scene. Um, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper said a lot of things about James Dean. A lot of things, you know, um, if he were alive today, James Dean would be 92 years old. Just think about that. He is forever frozen at the age of 24 on the silver screen. You know, there's always that when someone that dies that young and it's, you know, the what might have been. But Sharon Stone said it best in that AFI thing about James Dean. James Dean is the essence of die young and leave a good-looking corpse. Now, unfortunately, he didn't leave a good-looking corpse because he was badly mangled in a in a car crash. So, but you know the fact that he is forever young on the silver screen. Strangely enough, in the film Giant, he had to put on all this makeup and look like an older version of himself. To play Jet Rink, okay? Giant, Giant is such an epic, written by Edna Ferber. <laughs> Directed by George Stevens, um, who is known as a son of a bitch in Hollywood. Many, many directors were known as a son of a bitch. But George Stevens, from what I read, you know. And then, and then there was, of course, the conflict between James Dean and... And um, um, Rock Hudson, because, you know, they were both friends of Elizabeth Taylor. That's why some would say there is that talk that maybe James Dean and Rock Hudson had like a relationship because they were also trying to vie for the friend friendly affections of Elizabeth Taylor. Who knows? Who knows? But Giant was an epic there was that oil scene where he he struck oil and he goes over to James or goes over to Elizabeth Taylor at Rock Hudson's house and says, I'm rich. I'm a richie. Uh, and, you know, he and he and he was like, I'm going to have more money than you ever thought you could have. He always had these really great moments. Um, and then in East of Eden, where he he finally gets to talk to his his. Long lost mother, played by Joe Van Fleet, 
and they're talking because he and then her face when he's like, I need to borrow four thousand dollars or is it five thousand dollars? And she just kind of gives him this look. And she's like, you want to borrow five thousand dollars of my money? Well, I don't know who else to ask. (laughs) And and I think he's playing like a teenager. So he's able to play a teenager, but then he's also able to play an adult at the same time. Um, and then Rebel Without a Cause, that is such a, I mean, like I said, that's the, that's the movie that made him a star and he had died. And there are so many moments. I think the knife fight, the knife fight where they kept calling him chicken. And he's like, don't call me that. And that's when they had the switchblades. Oh, shit. Yeah. In fact, I think he almost got cut a couple of times. So, you know, I remember years ago, my brother was like, oh, you're just watching James Dean films because of of Heath Ledger. And I said, no, 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 no. He liked to assume. And I had Rebel Without a Cause because it had been given to me as a as a graduation gift. Thank you, um, Professor Rommeler. She uh, and I always talk about music, Linda. Um, and I remember watching it and thinking, "Whoa!" For the first time I'd ever watched Rebel Without a Cause, I was in college, and I pro and I was probably about James Dean's age. <laughs> I was twenty four, so I was like, "Whoa!" Okay. And then I saw East of Eden. And I was like, oh, shit. East of Eden was like, because I was aware of Steinbeck. But that film, and then knowing that Ilya, Ilya Kazan, who was also a son of a bitch, um, directed e- East of Eden. Ilya Kazan's, I, I don't want to go too much into it. He named names. He is forever. He was a great director, but he named names. Okay, probably to save his own ass. But he directed East of Eden, and he furthered the drama of East of Eden. That's probably why Raymond Massey and James Dean didn't get along during the filming. Um, and then uh, who directed Rebel Without a Cause? Um. I believe it was Rebel Without a Cause has an interesting history. Okay. Um, Oh, I love this. On Wikipedia of James Dean, it says alleged to be LGBTQ. All right. All right. All right. We'll give him that. We'll give him that. Rebel Without a Cause directed by Nicholas Ray. And now Nicholas Ray was having an affair with Natalie Wood, which I've been told James Dean didn't particularly like. But hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles. It's Hollywood, or as Ethel Merman said, hooray for Hollywood. Not so much now. James Dean is the example. You go to Hollywood, you become a star, but you become famous, but you don't become a superstar until Boom, you're dead. You're killed in a car crash. So he didn't he didn't live to see what Rebel Without a Cause did. 
So, yeah, I mean, what is he? It was called a Bobby Soxer. Soccer. Soxer. I can't even say it right now. <laughs> I I want to further reiterate that I am not wearing a grill like Madonna. That's one of the many reasons why I've lost respect for her. She wears a fucking grill and she looks like Joan Rivers because she had too much plastic surgery. That is the medication talking right now. But it's true. But as for James Dean, oh my goodness. Yep. That that right there is a movie star. That is the modern day movie star that we know now. With the method acting. You don't have um, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino or Nicolas Cage. I'm mentioning Nicolas Cage because he he studied James Dean. And um, the method acting. You know, the method supposedly started with Brando. James Dean furthered it. Paul Newman furthered it. You know, the method acting. Uh um, Daniel Day-Lewis took it further. Daniel Day-Lewis is the example of when you eat and breathe and drink the method, so much so that you catch uh, pneumonia during the making of Gangs of New York because he refused to dress or take medicine because it wasn't available in that time period. That is some hardcore shit. Or when he was doing... um my left foot and he refused to get out of the wheelchair and he had to be fed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's method acting. So if we go back to James Dean, the director, Ilya Kazan, knew that James Dean and his father had a strained relationship. They didn't particularly like each other. All right. And. So Ilya Kazan furthered that between him and Raymond Massey, who was playing his father on Giant, you know, or Giant, East of Eden. That's the medication again. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but that's the Dr. Zeus film podcast. Um, hey, you know what? Um what can we say about James Dean? Those of this generation who are not aware of him will discover him. That you will discover him. And then you will discover, okay, this time period, you know, that's 1955. He was famous for only 1950. Okay. did for uh, Let's see. East of Eden, he did in 54. came out in 55. He was making Giant at right before he died. Rebel Without a Cause was already done. I mean, you mentioned one of those films, and people know who you're talking about. So, James Byron Dean. Byron. You know, that's why I wanted to say his full name, because of the name Byron. It's like, okay, his parents were thinking, oh, let's let's give him a very grandiose middle name, Byron. So... But we know him as James Dean, Jimmy Dean. And um, he would have been 92 years old. But fate, unfortunately, intervened. And he is forever a part of Forever Hollywood. 
because he is forever young on the screen. Except if you watch Giant and you see him put on that old old the makeup to make him look older. So that's the Doctor Zeus film podcast, and um, yeah, I will leave you with a little unpleasant dreams, but nothing beats um, if I can find it. <laughs> you know, the in this era of technology, you can find anything. All right, you can find anything, and. Uh, Let's get a little of this. That's his car. You read too many comic books. <laughs> well, he's real abstract. He's um, he's different. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm cute too. Move. Is that meaning me? Is that meaning me? What? A chicken. Yes. You shouldn't call me that. <laughs>